The Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today podcast is brought to you in part by Columbia Academy, Jones & Lang Sporting Goods, Andy Wilhoyt with United Country Realty, the law office of David A. Bates, Custom Stone Handlers, Covenant Technology, Patio West Coastal and Comfort Eats, and Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Their trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact them today at 931-381-2663 or visit mtbj.net. Local high school sports and beyond. It's on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Welcome back into Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint, as we are very excited to be on location at Murphy Center here in Murfreesboro for the Blue Cross Hoops Championships as Class A quarterfinals are underway this morning. Clay County leads Peabody 28-15. to and there's another one of those turnovers you talked about. <laughs> All about those turnovers. And then a foul on the other side, too. This, uh, things are getting away from Peabody here in the second, under a minute to go in the second quarter. They've got six turnovers. It feels like more. <laughs> um, so before we get to the Titans, Mo, I, w- I wanted to mention this. Uh, I just noticed that William Contreras is set to catch Max Freed today in uh, – Braves spring training action. And do you know who's hitting leadoff? William Contreras? Nope. Oh. Christian Pache. Oh, my. Oh, my. Okay. Wouldn't that be something? Okay. R.A.J. must not be playing, then. R.A.J. is not playing. Okay. But I thought that was a that's a solid little, little mix-up there. At I would say as much as anything, it's an effort to get him that extra A-B maybe before they get him out. I don't know. That's um, yeah. that's interesting. Um, I, I'm really excited to see him. I, I'm just assuming that he's going to be the opening day center fielder. Uh, I, in, unless well, I, I, I don't even know what the circumstance would be, barring injury that Christian Pache is not the opening day center fielder. Uh, then what do you do with Ender? I mean, do you keep him on the bench? I think you're trying to get him some A-Bs during spring training to show that he's healthy, that he can be productive, so and that you can move him. him. Yeah. I, I think that's what the the um, approach would be. But, I mean, he's other, otherwise, uh, I would say he's a defensive replacement, but, heck, that wasn't even – an optimal situation late last year. And he he was he was definitely not playing gold glove defense no. last year. So it'll that'll be that'll be something to keep an eye on here as we continue through spring training and get to the start of the season is where he does where and how he fits in. Halftime here at Middle Tennessee State University. The Blue Cross Championships, Clay County 30, Peabody 17. Uh, one more thing before we get to the Titans. The SEC tournament starts tonight with the Texas A&M Vanderbilt game. There is a no-bag policy at Bridgestone Arena. 
a no bag. No policy. bags at all, and okay. you must wear a face covering that is not a neck gaiter. Gaiters are not permitted as face coverings. You have to have an actual mask to be in the arena. So that'll be interesting. That <laughs> that will be interesting. Uh, okay, so educate me, because you you know a little bit more about this kind of thing than I do, and maybe and probably JP does as well. Why would they specifically ban neck, neck gaiters? That's a great question. I, they're not really, like, even though they go, they're, they're, they're not, they're not thick enough. They're, yeah, they're. Yeah, that's part of. It. CDC isn't um, high on the gators, in terms of what they provide. So, hmm, okay. yeah, it's a, it's a science thing. Well, I think the. Uh oh. I think you said science. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I was told there would be no math or science. That, there may, that may be a problem. No STEM. Yeah. I, you know, do we have anybody from MAHS who can help us? Because I, I got nothing on that one. I don't think MAHS is here until next week. We could ask them <laughs> then. I was told there would be none. Um, yeah, you know, sometimes the gaiters are, are cloth, and sometimes they're that Under Armour material, mm -hmm. that stretchy material. And the stretchy material probably doesn't do a whole lot. Yeah. Designed to breathe. Yeah, it's designed to breathe. Which so. uh, allows the virus to breathe as well. Mm. <laughs> Not ideal. Not there ideal. So, anyway, um, getting to the Titans as they have decided not to, or they're, they're still they're probably still working on some deals with some free agents uh, such as Corey Davis and Johnny Smith, but neither of them received the franchise tag, which would have made them, is it the average of the top four, four I think, um, at their position? I think so. So... And then they outright released cornerback Malcolm Butler. Uh, Who some would argue was their best defensive back last year. We had that conversation several times, and there were times where he was good and times where he wasn't. Uh, certain coverages, he just does not play well. And that's, you know, I understand that, I guess. But still, their best defensive back in a bad defensive backfield. Yeah. Um, interesting decision. Obviously, there were a lot of decisions to be made with this roster and are a lot of decisions to be made with this roster and coming off of the offseason that they had last year. You know, there are those that would say that this is John Robinson's biggest offseason. You know, as you try to recover from the Isaiah Wilson debacle, and, and now, you know, you've put together one of the more prolific offenses in the NFL, but, but you watch pretty much your number two receiver and your starting tight end walk. And so now you – and Adam Humphreys, who had been productive – in past seasons of his career, wasn't necessarily this year because he was hurt, you know. Um, but, you know, had the possibility of contributing on this this team in 21. Now he's gone. So you got some holes to fill on that offense. To Is there a hole, though, for Johnny Smith? Because Ferkser played really well late last year. Now, obviously, you can't play Ferkser at all times. But he played really well in that position. I think he's a capable starter. Well, Ferkser played well in that position. Michael Pruitt played well in that position as well. But, I mean, 
just from a skills and talent standpoint, I, I don't know that either of those guys is a John U. Smith. Now, you know, they can be good enough, I guess, but I don't see you running jet sweeps or toss toss sweeps to Ferkser or, or Pruitt. I mean, yeah, John there's, Smith there's is just a difference maker at that position that I don't think either of those guys necessarily is. He certainly brings a different element to the offense with that, but also, I mean, and, and yes, eight touchdowns by a tight end is a lot. That, that's a really productive year at, at that position. But less than 500 yards receiving. I mean, for the year. I'm just saying I don't know that he's worth the money that he's probably going to get paid from the Titans in a situation where there are other places they need to spend money, and tight end is not that position. And that's fair to say. But. Such as the defensive backfield. <laughs> but, but when you say that there are other places that that money needs to be spent rather than tight end, you need to be sure you spend that money. I think I, I don't think there's any question that the Titans are going to be capped. I think the Titans will be capped when all is said and done. Because they're still in that window. They know they're in the window. Are they? They, they are in the window. I, I mean, there's no question. This offense is as good as any, even without Corey Davis, who I still think they're going to end up signing. I think Corey Davis is going to end up signing back. Um, He'd certainly be a nice number two. Absolutely. Or even a 1A. It's, they they essentially are 1A, 1B, or 1B. Mm -hmm. He was He's definitely the 1B, though. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. He, definitely he, the 1A. He's Robin. <laughs> to AJ's Batman. No question. Uh, yeah. So I, I feel like they're in a good position offensively. So spend the money that you got on your defense. Find an edge rusher in – even if you got to go – you need – well, you need to find a free agent edge rusher. And draft and one. And draft one. But you got to hit on the draft. you got to hit on the draft. You know more Isaiah Wilson's. Yeah. Yeah. So – and then, you know, you're not going to – like we said, probably not going to pick up Rashawn Evans' fifth year. Um, so, at this point, I think it's so – it's imperative – that the Titans go get somebody that, you know, Adoree Jackson needs some help, and he didn't play well last year. He was hurt. He was hurt for most of the year, and and I get that. So Adoree's got to come back at full strength and give you what you know he's capable of giving you. And then you got to get him some help, some real help. Mm -hmm. And I don't know where you go. I don't know who the free agents are in that particular situation. Yeah, I don't either. I don't either. That's, I Do mean, you go first-round cornerback and try to get somebody like Sertain? That's, I mean, that's an interesting question because you've got, you've got Christian Fulton also. You know, is he a nickel guy? What, is he a corner? What, he, what is he? He's a guy and who where can, does he fit? Christian Fulton can play full-time. I, I, I think that he's primed for a breakout year in a situation where he can play full-time. I mean, guy played really well last year at times. When he was healthy. When he was healthy, he was. And, and that was, <laughs> we, we keep using that phrase. 
there was a lot of that going on last year. But, I mean, if, if he's a cornerback, do you draft a corner in the first round or do you give him a shot to win a corner spot? I think I, I really well, want to see them take an edge rusher. You've got to you've got to get an edge rusher uh, in that first round, I think. And and, and in fact, I wouldn't mind them taking one in the first and second round, to be honest. Unfortunately, the Titans are in that crappy area where you had a really good year, mm -hmm. but you didn't reach the goal, and you don't get a good draft pick. Where are they picking? Twenty-two. That's that's the the worst spot you can. That's like. That's like being one or ten in a serpentine. I want to be five in a serpentine. Mm. You know, I want to be five. I know I'm getting to pick every ten picks. <laughs> now I'm going to wait 20 for one. Yeah, there you go. I, I want to be five. Yeah, yeah, because if you're ten, then you're going ten and eleven, and then you're not picking again until. It's not what? good. 20. 20 31. 30. Yeah. yeah. 30 and 31. So, yeah. That's not what you want to see. So, yeah, yeah it's a. Uh, that's. um. That's just not a good spot to be as far as drafting in the NFLs go goes. I mean, you really have to know really you really have to do your due diligence on a lot of players mm -hmm. because you never know where somebody else is gonna go. Who's gonna trade? Who's gonna be here? Who's gonna be there? Yeah. You, if you're twenty two, there's a lot more chance <laughs> of somebody taking your guy three picks before he gets to you or whatever. So yeah, it's it's gonna be an interesting draft process and pre-draft process for the Titans, but again, I'm ideally I think they would take an edge rusher there and and hit on that and go from there. Um I'm not sure who all got franchise tag, but there was only about uh, I want to say there were less than ten I think the biggest shock was that the Chargers did not franchise Hunter Henry, the tight end. Speaking of tight ends. See, and, and then you've got Kyle Rudolph, who's a possibility. Um, yeah, all of a sudden, there there's some tight ends out there now. Yeah. You know, I, I guess then it comes down to what you want to pay them, and maybe the market for those guys isn't going to be what they anticipate it being. Like you said, for you know, for a John U. Smith, for a Hunter Henry. Um, maybe teams are not valuing that position the way those guys would like to be valued. Um, Marcus Johnson, who finished on the Titans practice squad, has been, has been signed. Um, so, former Colts receiver. He played at the University of Texas, 6'1", 207. Uh, I, I'm curious. I don't think that that's something that really is – I, I don't think that's – Earth-shattering? Well, it's it's not like, oh, they've signed him, so they're not going to continue pursuing Corey Davis or any <laughs> other wide receivers. I just can't imagine that that's a – I think that's just – you know, that's a guy that he's been on our practice squad. We're going to sign him for now, and he's cheap. They – um. They let Khalif Raymond go, is that right? Um, I don't thought, think thought I saw that. I don't think so. Um, 
That's a good question. I, I might be getting him confused, unfortunately, with somebody else. Uh, yeah, he was released okay. today. Thank you. Um, good, good call. <laughs> missed that one. Uh, I, I missed that one. I, I had not seen that. So, yeah, Khalif Raymond also out in Nashville. So that's it. That's an interesting move there. <laughs> Even though, again, we've we've talked about it. Essentially, where the Titans go from here is going to, you know, in the next couple of weeks as far as free agency goes, that's what's going to to determine where this team ends up next year. I, I don't think the Tennessee Titans can afford to be cheap in free agency. Obviously, you don't want to have a situation like Jadavian Clowney again. But at least I'll give them a Bart Simpson cake. At least you tried. At least you tried. Yeah, it, <laughs> right. It, it's funny. Um, looking at the Tennessee Titans website here, um, Jim Wyatt has an article from a couple of days ago. ESPN's Mel Kuyper. Titans have options at pick number 22, including trading out of pick. I'm glad they didn't throw a breaking news on that. But, I mean, that's, that, that just strikes me as odd. But um, Jalen Phillips is the first guy that they mentioned in this article, the, um, the edge rusher from Miami, which I think we've talked about that guy before on the show. We have, and I think that's – I mean, I feel like that's probably going to be – you know, end up where he is. I mean – if the Titans can get him at 22, I think that's where you'd go. 6'5", 258. Four and a half sacks in two years at UCLA before transferring to Miami for his junior season where he recorded eight sacks and 15 and a half tackles for loss. So, Kuyper says he's the best for him. Yeah. There's some concerns with the versatility, but he's the best pure pass rusher. Okay. Well, that's all we need. Now, now I, of course, you, you have to be careful with Mel Kuyper because who was it? Was it um, was it Jim Ursay that asked who is Mel Kuyper? I mean, I don't, I don't know. Uh, I mean, being the best, being the best pass rusher in Mel Kuyper's opinion. Just maybe, how much weight does that carry? How, yeah, exactly. So, I mean. Put it this way, Chris Sims' top five quarterbacks are completely opposite. Literally flipped upside down. Well, and but and, and Chris and, Sims and, is the guy who is the he is the quarterback guy. No. Okay. No. Chris, okay. Chris I want you to go Sims back to 2018. No I want you to go back to 2018. You know who he said was the number one quarterback coming out of the draft in 18? Yep. Who? Patrick Mahomes. You know who he said was the number one quarterback coming out of the 2019 draft? Josh Rosen. I'm sorry, Josh Allen. Oh, Josh <laughs> Rosen was number five. Josh, Ro Josh Rosen was Mel Kuyper's number one. He had Tua at four. I'm telling you, Chris Sims is the quarterback guy when it comes to the draft. And there's history to prove it. Well, in my opinion, I'm going back to Dennis Green. He is who they thought he was. Now, as, if you want to crown him, then crown him. 
As a quarterback? I, I just can't stand to listen to Chris Sims. I'm not saying there's anything. I'm just telling you that when you see Chris Sims' quarterback list in the draft, write it down, put money on it. That's the list. That's the way it's going to go. All right. He had Lamar Jackson number one, and he had Josh Allen number two. Maybe flipped them right now, but two years later, he nailed it. All I'm right. just saying. All right. And you know who's and his number one quarterback this year is the stinking BYU kid, Zach Wilson. Go figure. Well, and he may be right. He may not be. I don't know. I'm just telling you that the last three years, the guys nailed it. So, well, okay. We'll see. We will. But, but and I, it doesn't matter because the Titans aren't taking a quarterback. Nope, but don't uh, care. It, it will be interesting <laughs> to see how this um, edge rusher situation shakes up because they certainly need one. And I don't think Chris Sims cares about edge rushers. <laughs> Ask him about quarterbacks. Huh? Sir, who's going to be tackling those quarterbacks? <laughs> I don't know that. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> draft, draft analysis is about like me and you, Mo, deciding who's got the, the best cheerleading outfits. Like, we're semi there. Like, we can, we, we can talk educated, we can educated conversation about cheerleading uniforms. Mm -hmm, but, but if I was to rank them versus a cheerleading coach, <laughs> and there you go. our list probably not going to be the same as theirs. No, no, not quite. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, that's it. we are the Mel Kuypers of cheerleading uniforms. That's what we are. That's that's the that's the analogy we're going with. There we go. There's what we learned today. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Today I learned. Yeah. Mm. Oh, this would right. be a good time to go to a break. And it is Wild and Wacky <laughs> Wednesday. And when we come back, we're going to find out the wildest and wackiest stories from across the world on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports. First, we're going to tell you though, Clay County 33, Peabody 19, with 407 left in the third. All right, we'll be right back on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day, presented by Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint. Stay tuned. Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ned Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. If you've listened to this show, you know Chris and I are always down for a good meal. Recently, we learned about Patio West in Spring Hill and what a pleasure it has been. Their menu is full of seafood, burgers, and more, giving every member of your family something to enjoy. Be sure to go by Patio West Coastal and Comfort Eats located at 3011 Longford Drive in Spring Hill or visit patiowest.com and tell them the guys at Southern Middle Tennessee Sports sent you. When we're out covering sports in and around Murray County, communication between Maurice and I is absolutely vital to our success. When your business needs top-notch communication and local service, Covenant Technology is there, and they are dedicated to helping your business succeed by ensuring open lines of communication to your clients and customers. Contact them today at 615-846-9898 or visit covenanttechnology.net. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Their trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact them today at 931-381-2663 or visit mtbj.net. 
Welcome back to Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, the sports talk show you've always wanted. Welcome back into Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint, coming to you live from the Murphy Center in Murfreesboro on the campus of Middle Tennessee State University for the Blue Cross Hoops Championships. State quarterfinals and Class A girls action underway currently. 2.20 to go in the third period. They finally changed it about 10 minutes ago, or well, I'm sorry, about two minutes ago when we went to break, it said second period. <laughs> they finally got that changed by the time we got out. Clay County leads Peabody 35-21, to 21, and uh, they are looking really good going up and down the court, man. Oh, nice block shot there. That was a – that was a uh, – what, what one might call a Dikembe Mutombo from Travia Brooks oh, there. The no, finger. no, no. Shaking oh, no. the finger on that one. <laughs> no, no, no. I love that. That's one of my favorite commercials of all time. And they're back on. Have you noticed Yes, the last they are week back so? on. And um, well, Geico has been recycling commercials lately, and I'm okay with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because their commercials don't necessarily get on your nose. They've got a good inventory. And, yeah. and the Vitel commercial, though, have you seen oh, that? Oh, yeah. does. <laughs> And then it's looks up and asks, too much? <laughs> I think we got it. Yeah. Oh. I, I like that one a lot better than the Billy Blanks commercial. That one yeah. does get on my nerves. My favorite Geico commercial of all time is the pothole. Oh, pot shoot. Hole. I ain't got no phone because I'm a pothole. Okay, <laughs> bye. I, I like the cloggers. We, we do have a clogging yeah. problem. A clogging problem? Yeah. Oh, man, that's so good. It is a wild and wacky Wednesday here on uh, Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, and we are excited to bring you the weirdest, wildest, and wackiest news from across the world, brought to you by our friends at JJ's Barbecue, located at 900 Hatcher Lane in Columbia, Tennessee. The best uh, smoked wings that we've had in a while, and sure wish we could get some here soon. <laughs> even, if, uh, even if it does mean... We have Buying to buy some somebody else's. <laughs> it does mean we got to buy some for T. Willie. Yeah. Oh man. Speaking of, we'll get to T. Willie later this week. You definitely want to. You don't want to miss that on Friday in our final segment of the Friday show. Uh, we talk NASCAR with T. Willie. Get a chance to preview what he has coming up on WKOM and WKRM NASCAR coverage. And right now, though, we're gonna get to some weird news because have you guys ever liked a single? Driver's license photo that you've taken. Do you like your driver's license photos? Are they are they bad? Uh, you don't even have to say driver's license photo. Just photo. Yeah. 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 No. No, I don't like my current one for sure. I'm okay. I guess my current one is okay. Uh, yeah. But a guy in Wisconsin got his driver's license photo taken with half a beard. Half a beard. Half a beard. You want to see? It's fantastic. Oh, wow. Nice. <laughs> it's, it's a thing. <laughs> it's half a beard. Uh, Peter Woods, maybe Jacob. Peter Just Jacob. Peter Jacob. Woods. Peter Jacob. You know, in, in, in the South, it'd be a, it'd be a double yeah, name. It'd be, it'd be hyphenated. Peter Jacob. Uh, Pete Jake. <laughs> Pete Jake. PJ. PJ. <laughs> PJ. PJ. PJ he Woods. probably goes by PJ. Yeah. Uh, 34-year-old man. Uh, going went to the the DMV to renew his license in February and had his picture taken. He wasn't trying to make any political or religious statements as ma- as a Massachusetts woman did in 2015, uh, but he said it was an opportunity for me to make a joke. If I'm gonna go get look at my license for the next eight years, I might as well get a laugh out of it. 
So, <laughs> well, I don't know. There's some cases where you don't want to laugh from uh, maybe certain officers. Mm. <laughs> well, maybe if you can get them to laugh, I don't then know. There's that, and 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 that's, that's a hit or miss proposition. I think very much. I think it works as much as it doesn't, mm. and there's a better chance of it working than just a regular license picture doing anything for you. So sure. you might as well try, right? Uh, it's that that one's that was interesting. But you know, like if you have if you have glasses on in your license picture, like you, like and you wear contacts more often than not. Don't have your glasses on your license. No, that's a problem. Because they're going to ask you immediately. Where are your glasses? Sir, where are your yeah. glasses? And I'll be like, I got contacts. Well, you have to, why'd you wear glasses in your picture then? Take take glasses take, off. Or Smart. take your or take your they make you take your contacts out. Oh, I've, I've never had that happen, but that would be that that would be annoying. <laughs> that would be annoying. Uh. A um, couple of folks in Bath and Body Works over. We can just see this video. <laughs> No. You can't see this video? Straight, no. straight brawling in Bath and Body. I'm really? talking like yeah. just going at it. You know why? Somebody, I did not know why. Somebody cut in line. Ooh. Gonna be cutting in line no. before I get my cucumber melon. It's gonna be on. It's Jasmine gonna be, Vanilla. We are not friends if you cut in line before I pay for my cucumber melon. Warm vanilla sugar. Warm vanilla you. sugar. That's the one. <laughs> yeah. Smells like cookies. Uh, <laughs> yep. Oh, man. I thought that was funny. All right. So you're driving down the road. This happens a lot, by the way. You're driving down the road and something flies off the car in front of you or whatever. Especially a couple weeks ago, you know, the, the yeah, ice missiles. Uh -huh. Yep. Yep. Uh, yeah, they were they were they were warning you to clear your car because underneath the snow was ice, and when that stuff flips off, it's it's a it's a driving it can be hazard. Lethal. Yeah. yeah. So I I was able to get so on the top of the Forerunner. I have the luggage rack. Well, I was able to get the front half of the ice off and the back half of the ice off, but the ice in the middle I couldn't get out. Mm -hmm. So when we finally left the house, I was driving along and, it, and the snow had melted a little bit. So I was trying to start and stop really fast, you know, mm. to, to get it to come off mm -hmm. before I, there were any cars <laughs> around. It never would. We get on to 70, and I stop the car real fast at a red light, and it just goes straight ahead. And I was like, ah, oh, thank God it went straight ahead instead of going backwards. <laughs> so it worked out, but... Job accomplished. It, there was nobody behind me either, thank goodness, because otherwise I would have I would have taken off really slow. And, mm -hmm. But yeah, we were. I was trying to get it off there before it hit somebody else. Well, a driver in Florida swerved the other day to miss a couch. Oh, <laughs> hello. <laughs> a couch fell off the truck in front of him on uh, on I ninety five. He swerved to miss it, and you know what the <laughs> you know what happened after that. <laughs> no, I don't. What oh, happened yeah. after you, that? You think that's bad? Oh, no. A Florida Highway Patrol trooper showed up and gave the man a $166 traffic ticket for failing to drive in a single lane. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Did you not see the couch? <laughs> Here's the thing. Didn't turn his blinker on when he switched lanes? Showed up at the hospital where the man was 
because he struck the median and flipped over. Man. When he, he swerved, swerved and missed the couch. He swerved and missed the couch. Hit the median, flipped his car. Trooper comes to the uh, to the gave hospital and gave him a ticket wow. on top of being in the hospital. <laughs> let What's me that? just let me just tell you, yeah. let me just tell you more advice on top of not wearing your glasses in your driver's <laughs> license photo. Whatever's coming at you in the road, hit it. Just hit it. Hit it. Well, they say hit a deer. Well, I, always I, hit a deer. I tell you this. <laughs> When, when I was coming to Murfreesboro from Franklin on a regular basis, you know, going back and forth, you're going across 96 late at night, you've got critters. I swerved once to dodge a possum, and, and I literally cursed myself for the next 10 minutes because, you know, it, it, in the grand scheme of things, especially on 96, as yeah. tight as it is, which would you rather do, hit a possum or swerve off the road? And, hit it. Yeah, yeah. So Every time. Yeah. It was just a reaction. I just saw it come out and swerved away from it. That's the problem. Yeah. It's a reaction. The legend is in the house. Howard Johnson. The legend Howard Johnson in the house. To take take some photos of the Loretta Lady Mustangs and the Summertown Lady Eagles later this afternoon. He's got a big day in front of him. The man, the myth, the the legend. There we go. Oh, man, what a day it's going to be. We appreciate you guys hanging out with us. I got one more for you. That's like uh, Steve Harvey on uh, Family Feud. We got a good one. Got another good one for you today. (laughs) (laughs) I'm your man, Steve Harvey, and we got another good one. A woman in Australia accused of embezzling $20 million has been missing since November. (laughs) Go Mm. figure, huh? Yeah. Police. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Okay. Okay, she stole $20 million, and you think you're going to be able to find her? Well, they found part of her. Oh. They found her severed foot. Oh. Mm. oh. And police in Australia believe she cut it off herself to fake her death. Wow. Oh. It's a commitment. $20 million and one foot. Oh. You can buy yourself another one foot, and a half. You can buy yourself another foot. That's right. There you go. Good <laughs> Lord. <laughs> oh. That is great. That's Wild and Wacky Wednesday on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. And Wild and Wacky Wednesday is brought to you each week on Wednesday by our friends at JJ's Barbecue down on Hatcher Lane, the oldest uh, family-owned barbecue restaurant in Columbia. Appreciate you guys hanging out with us here on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day, whether you were on Facebook, online, or on the air. We appreciate you guys hanging out. And come back tomorrow, 9 a.m., same bat time, same bat channel. We will be here. Uh, well, not we'll here. Be, well, not here. We will be on the air. <laughs> on the we air, will actually yeah. be at uh-huh. home Correct. coming to you from our humble abodes. So, yeah, really excited about that. And then we will be back here on Friday, hopefully, so long as we get a couple wins today. All right. One more time for Mo Patton, J.P. Plant. I'm Chris Yow. This is Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Have a great day and stay cool, Columbia. Cool